Hello, good evening, welcome to another Drive Time edition of the Cantina Emekis podcast. It uh, could be another uh, Gentleman's Agreement edition, remix, as it were. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, my name is John Jagu, glad to have you with us this evening. It's a Monday evening. Uh, just finished uh, producing some high-quality television up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Heading back down south to my home, which means that there's only one place that one can stop when you're between Dallas and Austin. And that, of course, is the lovely, lovely check stop in West Texas, where once again, the the demon has has gotten the better of me and made me stop and get more cream cheese kolaches, which I, I, I can't quit. I can't quit them. I cannot quit them. But uh, it's a good way to... Uh, store up some fuel for the last hour and a half or so of my drive before I uh, can uh, get home. But we have a lot to get to tonight. Uh, another huge weekend in Liga Emekis. Some uh, very uh, interesting results, to say the least. And to help me break it all down, as he does every so often, Joel Laceres joins us from Southern California at an undisclosed location. Joel Laceres, how are you, sir? Greetings, John. I'm in uh, downtown Los Angeles right now. Downtown Los Angeles. Uh, the, the Westlake area, um, um, in, uh, or, or Little Central America, right yeah. here on, on by MacArthur Park uh, in Alvarado. Well, glad to have you with us, Joel. Uh, a lot of uh, very interesting results in Liga MX. It's not often, Joel, that in in the Liguilla, at least in, in the short season era, that we have uh, seeds one, two, and three survive the first round. And we almost had seed number four survive, although they didn't, they didn't end up scoring goals. But, you know, the, the one that's the, the least ups, upsetting, the least surprise is when the five seed beats the five seed. That's what we saw this week with Monterrey beating Santos. Santos, the team with the most prolific scoring duo in Liga MX in this in this past uh, Apertura 18 season, did not score a goal, though, and not 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 a, not a sausage, and lost out 3-0 on aggregate to Monterrey, a team that uh, that, that, that frankly I, I've I've been warning people about. Letting them know that you know, yes. you know Monterrey, they they are there. You know they they've got the they got the payroll, they got the players. You know if, if they catch fire, they they could be a very dangerous team for anybody to play. And they did it to Santos. They won one zero at home, won two zero over over Torreon. Dispatched the former champs uh, pretty easily. And now Joel, they play the team that you have adopted for this season. Azul, which also uh, didn't have any problem uh, in, in taking care of their quarterfinal opponent, uh, beating Querétaro 2-0 on the road, tying 1-1 at the Azteca, but by the time it was tied, it was, it was, it was, there was no way that Querétaro was going to score the goals that they needed. So we have a semifinal, Joel, two heavyweights in Liga Mexis, Cruz Azul, which I think that we're seeing 
a bit of a renaissance in Cruz Azul. You know, people forget how popular Cruz Azul is, Joel. And uh, the the Celeste is starting to come out of the woodwork. People that were ashamed to admit that they were Cruz Azul fans in the past are now proudly wearing the blue cross on their chest, pounding it. Know, saying that they are uh, they are a, 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 a proud cementero and are back are back where they where they where they, where they think they belong, which is you know in, in the deep rounds of, of, of the Liguilla, a team that you've adopted, Joel Joel Cruz Azul Monterrey. Your your what does your gut tell you? Does Cruz Azul keep it going? Huh? You know, yeah, I think this match could go either way. And I'm going to keep my statement from last week that the winner of of this, that th- this will be the final adelantada. The winner is, is most likely to me to lift the, the league championship. You did say that last week, that, 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 that this would be the, uh, the final adelantada, as you pointed out. Uh, two very strong teams. And, 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 nothing, and I'm not taking anything away from America. And Puma, uh, you know, two teams that had excellent seasons in Liga Inekis. But, I mean, I, I might have to agree with you here. And, uh, and of course, it pains me to say that, uh, uh, being a big Pumas fan that I am. Yeah. But, but, but you're absolutely – I mean, I know that Monterrey finished fifth in the table and this and that. But, you know, Monterrey is a lot like Tigres. I mean, if, 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 if they start catching fire at the right time, which, 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 which it looks like, they, you know, they could possibly be doing – then it, it, it could pose to be a very difficult, uh, a very difficult task for Cruz Azul to to get, get past them and eliminate them. Now, where I do think yeah. Cruz Azul has a huge advantage, which is where I thought that Pumas had a big advantage, and I've seen Pumas do this to Regio team in the past, and I've seen other Mexico City teams do the same. Is they play the second leg in Mexico City, and Regios do not like playing in Mexico City because the altitude is. So it makes it, it it makes a difference. Now it's not so bad when like Guadalajara teams etc go to Mexico City because the altitude really isn't that much different. But for, for Monterrey it is very different, and uh, I think because of that, uh, I do I do think that uh, that Cruz Azul uh, does, does have a slight of it, especially they do have a slight advantage, especially if, if they can manage to get a result and. You know, in a, in a in a two-legged tie in soccer, you know, when you say a result in the first leg, to me, a result in the first leg is getting a goal. You know, if you lose two one, so be it. But but get that goal. Just don't lose by more than two goals. So if you if you can, you know, get one one two one is an excellent result. If you're playing the second leg at home, case in point, Coil, Pumas get the early goal against Tigres, only lose two one. And so now all they really need to do in Seu is to get one goal against against Tigres and kind of and kind of put Tigres against the wall. And of course it ended up three one. But 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 Pumas had much less pressure in their game to where they didn't have to they, they didn't feel like they had to score you know within the first 15, 20 minutes in, in order to uh, start a comeback. They were able to play patiently. Uh, you know they got they got lucky. I'm not gonna lie. They uh, Tigres probably should have scored a. They had a really good chance in the first half. It didn't happen. Uh, Pumas was able to get one. Now Tigres got it right back, but that Pumas responded uh, five minutes later to get to, to, to go up two one, 
and at that point it was it was it was um, I say it was academic, but 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 that that forced Tigres then to to go chasing, and like I mentioned earlier, Regio teams have a hard time chasing in Mexico City, and yeah. if, if if Cruz Azul can make Monterrey chase them at the Azteca, then I think Cruz Azul has a very good chance to advance. Yeah, and they already beat they already beat Rayados during the regular season at at Azteca two to one. And was it in Monterrey or was it in uh, no. at the Azteca? It was at the Azteca. So they have so a, a they have that going back. for them. Yes. And, and they have a really good the good goal scorer and I mean the goal that Funes Mori scored midweek. I mean, holy smokes. What an outstanding goal. So the goal yeah. of the year so far. Uh, I'm not not just in Liguilla, but in, in Liga Emekis, you know, for the whole season. I would say for the whole calendar year. Just an just an absolutely outstanding goal. Uh, very impressive. Uh, just a, again, they're just a, just a, a, very, a very talented team that Monterrey has. But you know what, Cruz Azul is a ta- they're, they're, they're talented in their own right now. They may not have the star power, but they play well together, and uh, it, it's 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 going to be it's going to be fun to see how it plays out. Yeah, both Funes Mori and Pizarro. Pizarro at the start of the season, he he was looking like a bust. Yes, but he was. He's, uh, you know, he's beginning to make his high transfer. He, he's beginning to justify that. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, Monterrey definitely has that. They do have players that can be game changers that can turn a match around on, on, a, on a brilliant play. So, they're, they're, I think, yeah, I, I'm expecting a even, an even match. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it is going to be very... Uh... Very entertaining to say the least. And uh, now I'm not making a comparison in skill or talent or anything, but you know I see the way that Pizarro has been playing over the past couple of weeks, and uh, I'm reminded of uh, the first season that Gareth Bale went to Real Madrid again. You know, this is I'm not you know I'm not saying that that, that uh, Rodolfo Pizarro is is a comparable talent to Gareth Bale. Of course, he's much better. So let's let's. <laughs> He's much better. No, my point is, is, is that Gareth Bale? You know, he, you know, he played. He was okay. He didn't do much, but then he scored two goals in the Champions League final, and and uh, it got them. You know, it, it, it won the first of their of of the string of Champions League finals that uh, Real Madrid has won over the past few years, and 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 that to me, I remember, I remember telling my wife, says, you know, he didn't. I said they signed that guy for whatever it was, you know, hundred million. Whatever, a big number, and I said, and he hadn't really lived up to it in, in the sense, you know, as far as you know, being incredibly uh, a incredibly productive player. But but I told him, said those two goals right there more than made up for it. And that's that's kind of how I feel uh, things might go for Pizarro if, if he, you know, plays up to his capability. And, and it looks like he's starting to get in the mood. Then uh, then you know, people will say that the uh, that the price tag was. Was was justified and and, and, and he earned and, and he earned his uh, he earned his fees. And let's face it, Pizarro Joel 
is a player that, that that the way that he was playing at Pumas, he should not not only should he have been on the you know on the national team, he probably should have started. And to, to show how far his form went, he wasn't even selected for the World Cup. Right? Wait, do, do you say Pumas? Do you, do you mean Chivas? Yeah, did I say Pumas? I meant Chivas. Yes, you did. You're still on cloud nine, huh? Yon, I don't I don't blame you. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that here. here. <laughs> we'll talk about that here in a second. So, yeah, so, so he was, could be a, he could be a wild card for sure. Yeah, he was one of the guys that it was highly contested by a lot of Tricolor fans that felt that he should have gone to the World Cup. Uh, I wasn't too sure going into the event. And it's hard. It's hard. You know, it, it's it's hard to gouge these things a lot of times. Um but but knowing now what I know about certain players, how they dropped in form and, and how they had like, for example, a Geo, because I was very high on Geo and, and I don't know from where it came, but that was one of the comparisons, like, or one of the discussions I had read, like uh, Pizarro over Geo, I guess, because a lot of people right. had already seen he wasn't doing anything. I'm not saying they play the same position, but that, that was, and, and you know, I well, was, I was, I was the geo believer, so I was like, "He's done so much, you know. He he, he puts the verde and he he transforms." Yeah, you're talking to you're talking to somebody who who's, who felt the exact same way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean Giovanni Dos Santos' entire professional career has been defined not what he's done at the club level, but what he's done at the national team. Level. That's yeah. why he's a galaxy. He's not a galaxy because of what he did over at uh, at uh, Villa Villarreal. Villarreal or Santander, you know, he's, he's, he was, you know, he plays for Galaxy because of what he did for Mexico. Period. Punto. Punto y aparte. Yes, and and uh, but yeah, but yeah, um, this guy was sadly going and kind of still has hasn't been able to recover injuries and whatnot, and so yeah, I do think Pizarro would have. He was just more hungry at that point, you know. He should. He yeah. probably would have. He would have uh, had more to well, offer. Well, he's still young. He's still young, so it's not like, you know, he's he's over the hill. But he is definitely a. For these, I mean, come on, you know, let's, you know, for the for the, for the, the the players that they're calling up. I mean, of, of course they want him to call. I mean. You know, and maybe Tuka's one of those, like, I know what he can do. I don't need to even bother with him because I know he's great. And, uh, yeah, so, but, but, but like I said, I think that he, uh, you know, he is starting to get in the mood and, uh, you know, he scores, you know, and, and let's not forget who, who scored the goals against Tigres when Chivas made their title run. Remind the audience, boy, who scored those goals. Yes, yes, it was, it was not trophies. I remember that much. No, it was, it was not <laughs> La Chofis. Right. It, it, was, it, was, it was Rodolfo, Rodolfo yeah. Pizarro. It was Pizarro, man. He's, he's, um, yeah, and, and um, Monterrey right now, they have this kid. I'm forgetting his name, but he's seems to have displaced Jonathan Gonzalez, who saw the rage. Up until now, and and he seems to have benched him. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get his name. 
mean, that's why it's uh, it's dangerous to pin your hopes on an 18 year old kid. It's... No, you know he's he's young. He's 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 still good, but it's good, oh, yeah, good to have. I understand. Well, all, all I'm saying is, you know, you're 18. I mean, it's you know, think think of what you were doing when you were 18. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's still a top talent. Um, but I, I think what it speaks to is how talented this this guy that is replacing is. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's looking good. It's looking well, good for if, the selection. If Cesar Montes isn't playing for Monterrey, should they go ahead and cut him loose? Chivas, he, you know, and he, he talked about Chivas' interest, but who knows? I mean, Chivas just hired uh, Mier, uh, signed, I should say, up. said hired. They signed Mier, and they picked up some, I think a Seattle Sounders reject, <laughs> without due respect. Uh, some guy that was a free agent from MLS, top defender, about six foot two. Uh, they're saying that he's on loan. He not on loan. He's on a tryout. But and they resigned. Hi, um, yeah, it's it's Jair. Keep confusing the names. Jair, 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 Jair Pereira. Pereira. Yeah, yeah. I keep thinking the other. That's another Jair. Um, but yeah, they resigned that guy. So that was one of the. I, I think that was one of the. If if they managed to sell Jair. Because she was not just money, it's also clearing salary cap. That's that's one of the things um, a lot of my chi hermanos need to understand. So it's it's not just having the money uh, to buy a player, but also having the funds to pay the weekly wages. So, uh, but Jair can resign in Mier. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I was very hopeful on Montes, but uh, it's not looking too lightly. So no Montes for Chivas. Should, 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 should Pumas go ahead and sign him then? Yeah, and any para, team. Para, para rescatarlo, para rescatarlo ya de, ya de Yeah, man. Any any team that is willing to, you know. I think I think Montes has been hurt, and I don't think that they want to rush him back. And Monterrey is deep enough to where they don't necessarily have to have the plan. So I think Montes will be back in Monterrey. Uh, once he comes to a full form. But see, Monterrey is a team that's deep enough that they don't have to play Montes at 70%. Have him get exposed because he's not, you know, playing at his, at his, at his full capacity. And uh, so, ho, you know, you know, you know ho, hopefully they'll uh, they'll start bringing him, you know, back into the fold as he gets healthier and healthier. So, so I'm interested in that. So we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to your predictions in a minute, Hoyle. But we'll, we will uh, jump to uh, the other side of the bracket, where uh, in the in the first leg of the first match Thursday night, we talked about it. We talked about uh, the, uh, the the kid for uh, for Toluca. Is it Alexi Vega? Is that his name? Alexi Vega. Oh yes, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, like we were, we were, we were gushing, we were gushing. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were. He might as well have been the next Luis Garcia, the way we were talking about. Him. Just and uh, we've we even put a picture on the cover of our. On, on, on the, he was our cover story, uh, I, the, the 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 striker for Toluca. Well, 
Uh, they draw 2-2 on a last-second goal from him. Pumas wins or is ahead 1-0 against Tigres, but Tigres is able to come back and say to win 2-1. But, uh, again, a, a very, very important goal that Pumas scored because that gave them that gave him a leg up on one of the tiebreakers. So, uh, actually, on two of the tiebreakers that I think about it. And uh, I think that that ha- had a, a lot to do with how Pumas played the game. You know, they, they were a little more patient than one would expect maybe a team to come out and uh, play when they're a goal down. But they know they're playing at home. They know they're playing, you know, in that scorching 68-degree heat in, uh, in Mexico. It's it, it's like it's like L.A. It's like L.A. It's like what of the '60s during the day, so it's not it's not terrible. And uh, it ended up it ended up paying off for Pumas. Now the, the way that the game turned out, uh, a three-one win for them. But 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 having that goal in their pocket, I think it certainly changed the way that they approached the game. And ultimately ended up uh, it ended up paying off for them because they did get the the three-one uh, win. Even though, uh, and, and, and this is where, where the uh, the other team has the leg up on you, and this happened against Pumas against uh, when they played América. When they played América uh, in, in the Liguilla, when they won three zero at the Azteca, and then they played América in the second leg in Seu and, and and were down three one. And if Pumas scores a goal, they're thinking, oh, well, this thing is ice. That goal is meaningless. It, it, it just didn't mean anything. Because if, 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 if America would score, then Pumas would have to score another one. So it was uh, – that, that was kind of almost what we saw when uh, America played Toluca. That scored a goal that ended up being uh, almost meaningless. But Joel, uh, back to back – the Pumas as, I, as I'm kind of rambling and digressing, but I'll, I'll get back to the, uh, the point at hand. They may have put an end to the Tigres era. There are some players that I think are going to go away. I think I don't think Edu Vargas is, uh, is, is going to stay at Tigres for much longer. Uh, he didn't resign Gignac. Did. So that should tell you everything you need to know about how they feel about Edu Vargas. Yeah, there seem to be some problems between him and Tuca. That I recall well, I don't think Tuca ever. I don't think Tuca ever wanted him. He just brought him in, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, and Tuca, Tuca is. He signed with Tigres until 2020. So I guess right. he's gonna rebuild the team, probably rebuild it around Gignac. He was their leading goal scorer. They had that they had that jersey with a with a batch. I don't know if you saw it, Yon. Yeah, in Mexico has been outstanding. Did did you see the commemorative batch they added to the jersey? No, I did not. Yeah, it was it's a bit over the top. But that whole town is is very high on Gignac, so um, 
Well, he's uh, he most likely will continue to be their top draw for the next for the next two years. So they're just gonna have to bring in some some top players, you know, to to help the team stay competitive. Well, Gignac, and we talked about this with uh, with uh, our friend of the show, Michel Richard. We asked him, you know, who would he who would he build a team around if he wanted to go long term, and who you know, short term? And he said, I would take Gignac. And he said, you know, Gignac is. The, you know the kind of player that you know he, he sells tickets. He, uh, I mean, just go down the list. But most importantly is, is that he delivers when uh, when they need it. And, 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 and this was the first time that Gignac did not against Pumas. I'm not saying that it's the end of Gignac. I think Gignac going to be just fine. But uh, yeah, so this was the uh, you know you know Pumas did a very good job of. I don't think Gignac scored in the, in, in the first leg either. So. You know, Gignac, let me just put it this way. If Gignac scores, Tigres wins going away. But it didn't happen. And Pumas Joel is now going to play Club America in the semifinal. Another, another class. So they go for one Clásico. To another classico, you know, the, uh, a, a derby. <laughs> yeah, Pumas is smoothing the road for um, for Cruz Azul. I kind of see it. They're, <laughs> they're doing what Toronto did for Chivas at the at the Concacaf uh, Cup. They're doing the heavy lifting. So you think that uh, that Pumas is um, going to go ahead and, and then beat Club America? Is that what you're saying? Joel? Even if they don't beat him, I think it's going to be a very, you know, it's one of those grueling games that just yeah, leaves you pretty devastated. Should be It should be a batalla campal, man. Uh, tempers could probably flare could probably see a red card or something. Well, it has happened in the past. In yeah, the, uh, it's in, in the game. Cause, yeah, because that's the difference between the Monterrey Cruz Azul. Because I feel if Cruz Azul plays it safe, they're smart. They could advance with the with, you know with the minimum. They, they they are they have the the higher seed. They close right. at home. They got those type of advantages, uh, and then, like you said, Rayados doesn't do too well in Mexico City. Uh, but Pumas America, those are two Mexico City teams. Uh, there's always been a, a big rivalry between between both clubs, and and tempers could flare, you know. And and this is this is a Pumas side that's shown a lot of fighting spirit. They're not gonna roll over. So I, I, yeah, I think it's it's it could probably be the better match, you know, the more entertaining game well, sure. of, of the Liguilla. 
it, it could worse. probably be the yeah, it could probably be the best game of the of the, of the whole year. Uh, well, that wouldn't yeah, I mean, surprise me. Here's here's the thing about about rivalries, and this is how I see it. This is just my own personal opinion. On, I mean, this is how I would describe. Obviously, the biggest and most important rivalry in Mexico is the is the Chivas America. I don't think any any, any fan will will dispute or deny that. You know, and there and, and there is some I don't know if someone called it hatred, but you know, there's obviously some animosity between between the fans. But it's it's not. I mean, it's it, it's rough, but it, but it, but it doesn't get like really. Emotion. There's there's not as much emotion involved in that. I don't think. I, don't, I mean, I could be wrong. This is just from an outside observer. The uh, now the other big rivalry uh, in the Americas is you know the Cruz Azul America, and uh, that one is uh, I think a little. You know, maybe a little nastier, a little nastier, but not, but 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 still not as important as the other one. And then, of course, you have the you know the best derby, which is the the the, the Clásico which is. Think, you know, now that you're saying Clásicos, because the yeah, it's a Clásico Capitalino Pumas, Pumas uh, America, and they're calling the Monterrey versus Cruz Azul. They're calling, <laughs> they're calling it the Clásico Salado. <laughs> it just, just saw a meme on this. Anyway, yeah, both because this is this is basically a matchup between teams that have Cruz uh, for lack of a better term. You know, Mon- yep. Monterrey has lost quite a few finals now in their own stadium, uh, and then Cruz Azul also they're on the. Almost twenty-year drought, so it is. It is going to be the matchup of, of the, you know, teams that are salados. Uh, but but Cruz Azul has shown more. I would say overall, uh, they've done more to, to get over that hump. They've been they've been very consistent. I mean, honestly, Cruz Azul got. This, you know, if you've been following Mexican soccer for you know any any period longer than ten years, this is how you expect to see Cruz Azul play. Cruz Azul, at least in my lifetime, has always been a team that if it's not at the top, it's always near the top. Always. I mean, there's no. They might have one or two seasons where things slide, but but Cruz Azul is always. Is always at or near the top. That's that's just the way it is. They, they have been easily the most consistent team in Liga MX for for decades, decades. And there's there's nothing anybody can say to dispute that. No, and and for Cruz Azul fans, if if they don't, you know, if, if they don't make it to the final or if they don't win. I think a lot has already been restored, a lot of faith. And I think they're they're, they're beginning to be more optimistic. Uh just just how the club is being run. And and there's I, I think they're putting themselves in a position to succeed. 
So they will eventually win, even if it's not in this tournament. And within the next two, they should be able to lift something. Uh, to, I mean, to lift the not something they already won the, they already did win the Copa MX, but they, they should be able to lift the the league title once again. Right. But yeah, yeah right. It, it, it's going to happen. And, yeah. And, and earlier we mentioned, you know, you know, we we mentioned, you know, that Cruz Azul is an extremely popular team, and you're starting to see the, you're starting to see the. Uh, the 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 cementeros are, are awaking from their from their championship and and, and, and good good year hibernation. So there, yes. there are more and more cementeros making themselves known. And uh, you know, I went to a game in San Antonio. Uh, I was I was working. It was uh, it was just a pre just a, a you know a friendly a molero. A fecha FIFA game, and it was it was in San Antonio. It was against Monterrey, which you would think I, I would have thought, think thought at least that it would be it would be Rayados country in San Antonio. You know, the stadium sold out, and I, I would say it was seventy percent Cruz Azul fan. And this is in San Antonio, so that 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 goes to show you how. How popular Cruz Azul is, and uh, and the reason that they're as popular as they are is because for the last going on fifty years, they've been consistently one of the best teams in Liga MX, and I don't think anybody can argue. That. No, and uh, so not definitely, yeah, and 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 you know, addressing some of the issues Lady Makina had. But the players right. not having entrega, uh, that's just not the case anymore. No. You know? And, and it starts at the top. I mean, there's a very yes. passionate person who uh, who believes in what he's doing and, and wants to do things a certain way and wants players to, to play that certain way. And, you know, it's funny because I know that, you know, that the, the news guys love to pick at him about that and then they find that he always gets real defensive and stuff, but he's like... And I, I kind of agree with him. I was like, you know, you don't have the right to criticize me. You know, if, if you've never done what I've done, and uh, or you know, or have the experience that I do, and I, and I totally, I, I totally understand his point of view from a general manager's perspective for sure. But uh, but no, it, ha- it has been had the, the, the tra- it's in the transformation. You would think oil. You bring a guy like this, you know, it takes the truth. It, 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 it took it took three weeks for. <laughs> I, I wish I was kidding, but it, but it took like a month for him to lay down the way that he wanted to do things. You know, we we, we talked about this in the past. He was able to get the players he wanted in the draft, and in you know in, yes. the, in the signing period, and had them all ready to go for the in the first preseason. Yeah, he all said how how he met up. Once he got the job, he met up with Caixinha, and he said they just spent a whole day talking, just you know, trying to get into common ground and and hitting all the bases of what they needed to improve right. this club. And and you, that says a lot, you know. If 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 Chiyarmanos sat flute here, if only Yera had that type, you know, he would have had that type of of communication with with Matias, well, yours would have been. 
at, at a better spot, you know? It's, Usually, it's not just the, this, it's not just the communication, but it's, it's also the method. You know, one of the things that I think has been, a, you know, that, that people tend to overlook and how Ricardo Pelaez has built his teams and, 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 and why his teams have quickly done really well is because he doesn't mess around with unknown quantities. Why, why on earth would he bring in, a, you know, so you know some schmo from from Olympia Paraguay, you know, you know someone that has never played at at a at a at a, at a, at a level of a, of a Liga MX league. Again, no disrespect to Paraguay, but. Uh, you know, I do think that the Liga Mekis is, is probably a little bit better. So, you know, why take a chance on an unknown quantity like that? Whereas if, if you know that, you, you, that you're playing one of the best leagues in the world, why not get players that have proven their worth in one of the best leagues in the world, which is Liga Mekis? Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's, you know, yeah, just, just to highlight your point, to me is one of the things that's hurting America. I mean, not not hurting them in the sense because they did finish second. They're in a good position to. They're in the semifinals, but but hurting them in the in the in the sense that they could have been a stronger team. Where it's like they went after this this one player, this unknown commodity, and then ends up like injured. That one French guy. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean that that's just bad luck, though. But I mean, I'm talking about the guys that. That uh, you know, Club America signed Salvador Cabañas. He was he was Paraguayan. But they signed Salvador Cabañas not because of what he did uh, in, in in the club in Paraguay. It was for what he did with, with Chiapas. That's why they signed Salvador Cabañas because he he proved that that, that, that he could play play well. I mean, dominate. Mm-hmm. Is just a, just an outstanding player, an outstanding player, and uh, very unfortunate what happened. So heartbreaking. But uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, though. And I also do think that America tends to, you know, they they, they there's a song there's a song by the Rolling Stones called Star Star, which is how they list it on the. Probably listed on the album, but the, uh, the the actual name of the song which they sing is, is something a, a little different, and I do think that that's what uh, what America is occasionally when it comes to uh, looking for players. I, I think that they, that they fall in love with the name and the idea of a certain player playing more so than whether or not the player is a good fit for what they want to do. And I think Tigres uh, was a little bit of a victim of that too. After they got Gignac, they thought that they had like a minus touch. So uh, I think we're starting to see some of the effects of that. And a lot of those big names go out. If they don't get playing time, they're going to start to, you know, become a squeaky wheel, and that's never good. Yeah, it 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 hurts the locker room. You know, it starts dividing it, which. Probably. And we had it here in the Cantina and Mekis podcast, and you know, heads had the roll for it. Heads, <laughs> yeah, the same happened. Same happened. Uh, no, but but and then we we kind of saw it because just how Tigres 
just struggled throughout the season, and, and they weren't. They they haven't been as dominant as as a team as they can be. Well, and Tuca was also a little distracted. He was dealing with the national team. And I think that there was a period for about a month that uh, that I think it, it definitely occupied Tuca's time more. So I think Tuca probably they probably asked him to put together a plan, and I'm sure Tuca was like, "Well, if you want me to put together a plan, let me put together a plan." And, you know, maybe you know, maybe ultimately ended up not getting uh, not getting selected, but uh, but you're right. The Tigres did have a they, they just seemed a little off. You know, I think I think after the last couple of weeks, everybody thought that they were just going to automatically catch fire and uh, and just beat the snot out of everybody like they have in the last uh, four apertura uh, ligas. That is just too much. That is too much of a mouthful to say when you try to describe Mexican soccer. <laughs> it's too much. But uh, but you know, and let, let's give credit where credit is due, and, and that is the Pumas for, for 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 getting what they needed early in Monterrey, hanging on for a bit, and not getting you know not not, not getting chased out of the stadium by Tigres, and uh, you know that uh, seems like. Shouldn't be too much of a tall order, but you know, when, when, you know, Gignac and encendido, and they put him out. That uh, very few teams in Liga MX can say can say the same that they've been in Gignac, and it's exactly yes. what Pumas did, and which is why I think Pumas has a puncher's chance against Club America. And uh, yeah. yeah, well, you know what. Uh... I think any of the, of of the um, four teams, you know, I, I think any of them can can uh, win the the league championship. You know, they all have they all have shown that they have what it takes. So I, I do think it's one of the most. It's probably one of the most. Um, you know, when when you have the the final four. I, th- I oh, think yeah. of the, yeah, because sometimes you get a team that just kind of scrape by, or or luck, luck, lucked out in there or whatever, but but these teams have have shown some good stuff, and um, I do see them at that at that, anyone able to do it. Um, it's gonna be, uh, I mean, we've we've talked about this. Uh, pretty much for about the past two months, just looking at the names of the teams that were in the media, the, the the TV folks have got to be just salivating at the uh, at the ratings that they're going to get, because you know these are again three incredibly popular teams. Monterrey is an incredibly popular team, you know, four incredibly popular teams. Probably out of the six most popular teams in Mexico, four of them are playing in the semifinals. Yes. And and, and, and and popular teams here in the U.S. as well. Of course, the most popular team is Pumas. It's Pumas. It's Goya. Of course. No, 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 yeah. Exactly. No, Missing. But, you know, Pumas, I think, is a lot of people's neutrals favorite. Yeah, I think Cruz Azul also falls into that category. Where, where, and I saw it a lot during the Libertadores when, when they were making that run to the final. Which was, was what a team, man! And they had Cardoso on loan. It's like, oh man, imagine what 
that team would have been something else. Um, right. Yeah, and I remember a, a lot of a lot of people. Some of the places I would go, and and more than half wouldn't even be Cruz Azul fans. They were just, you know, fans of the team during the tournament. Right. Yeah. Me, me, I mean, Cruz, yeah. I mean what, 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 what does Cruz Azul do? You know, they're so inoffensive. Like, like, how does Cruz Azul offend you? Because it's like, how does Pumas offend you? You know, these teams don't, you know, the fans don't offend. The, uh, you know, they're not obnoxious. And I, I know we had our, 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 our good friend, friend of the show that was on with us last week, uh, Bill Hattrick. Whose whose name uh, did he ever give us his real name? He he did not. I think his thing was Birdie. Or... Birdie, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we need we need to get we need to get on first name basis with Mister Hattrick. Yeah, yeah, we need to we need to stop this incognito stuff. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, he, he talks, you know, as as one would expect an America fan to talk, you know, very, you know, a lot of braggadocio, and that's fine. We get it, you know, but you know that. You know, to the to the uh, someone who lives life on an emotional edge may not respond as well to those kinds of uh, boasting statements that Mister uh, Hattrick and other Americanistas that have been on the show have have displayed, uh, you know, on the show and otherwise. But Cruz Azul. You know, they don't, you know, fans don't act like that. You know, Pumas fans don't act like that. You know, Tigres fans don't act like that. You know, Chivas, Chivas fans certainly don't act like that. So it's, uh, so I, yeah, I could see how uh, would be a neutral's favorite. Now, back to the point I was making, Paul, about the, about the rivalries. You know, I do think that the, that the, the, the Chivas rivalry is really nasty. Is, there's there's like a lot of that is a I've always described it this way you know you know like when you really just hate something over and over and it's like a, a hate that you really stew over and it, it just gets depressed <laughs> it turns into this like this this cancerous nasty black little ball that's like deep in your soul you know that's that, that that's how a Chivas fan hates America it just it's just but the but the hate maybe not hatred but like but like the the rivalry with with an Atlas, it's like it just it brings out a completely different kind of emotion when uh, when you lose, and I think that that's the uh, that's kind of how America uh, America Pumas is. That it's a really it's a really nasty rivalry. It's, it's a very it's it's also a lot based on social standing as well, kind of like the the Chivas uh, the Chivas America or the Chivas Atlas rivalry. And then there's 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 some uh, Socioeconomic issues uh, that, that, that that creep up in that rivalry too. So I don't know if you if you agree or disagree with it. No, no, there's there's yeah, definitely a lot to that in, in rivalries, but. Uh, I always thought there should be more rivalries in in Liga MX. We need, we need more. We, yes. we don't have we don't have enough. We're we're, we're lacking in that department. 
Puebla needs a big rival. Well, they have, they have Lobos. They have Lobos, but Lobos is, is pretty small club. It's, it's like what they call West to Guadalajara. You know, small stadium. They, they don't seem you know, to be a threat to anyone. You say that, but, but that goes, uh, it's a good teams. No, they did, they did, but I'm, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, they weren't like the, they weren't like a Leones Negros or, or, or a bigger team, uh, even like Coro at, at, at its prime, Jalisco, you know? Or Jalisco? Yes, all those teams, uh, Tecos was just like, from the university and, and in, played in a small venue. So that, you know, no, no one just took him as a threat. The World Cup venue, by the way. Yeah. That 3 de Marzo was World Cup venue? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> one, of, I would, one of the, uh, one of the best goals of the it. World Cup. One of the best goals of the World Cup was scored in that stadium. Oh, I've been. I've been to 3 de Marzo. I got to see, uh, I saw a Chivas Monterrey game. The hey, whatever happened had... to, uh, the Tecos girl? Tecos girl, I, I don't know. She thinks she, she just. She used to party with the players. Much, I know, much I saw some. <laughs> much respect to the Tecos girl. She posted some pictures of her hanging out with, with uh, Lithuania. Yeah, and, and two other guys at a, at a, Look like at a hotel. Should... Could have been their concentration, huh? Nah, it could have been just a house or just... some bar. No, no, I, I mean, the, it could have been the players' concentration room. Oh, I see. What you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it sounds bad, but the picture looked innocent. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I mean, she, she, I mean, she talked about it. Said that they became friends. You know, they would hang out together. Yeah, they look. They look like. Yeah, hearing about it, like hey, these two girls hanging out in a room with three players in a hotel room, nonetheless. It just sounds. It just yeah. sounds so wrong, like you know. But uh, the pictures look pretty innocent, and even you can even see the players' faces where they they look shy. Oh yeah, no, 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 they were that. absolutely they were absolutely posing. Yeah, because when you had a big old smile on his face, I remember that. <laughs> They were probably like, hey, let me go visit you. And they probably dropped by for a bit. Because, and you know, they had their whole gear on, you know? Right. And and when they have it, I think that that when you're a professional, all all you can wear is gear. (laughs) No, but when you're staying in places like that, you really can't, I mean, you know, get away with that type of debauchery, you know? Right. Yeah, they're they're pretty strict. I, I don't know. I, I just I remember she would post pictures or give info, and then and then all of a sudden she just went off the grid. Yeah, she did. She disappeared. All right, Hoyt. It's time to it's time to talk uh, time to talk predictions. So we have uh, you know I don't you know, I know that last week you said. You know, final and Well, now I'm making you pick one. So you can't hedge. You can't hedge, hedge, hedge your bet like you like you always do when you make these, these important decisions. Oh, you hedge. You're 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 a oh, massive man. hedger. Oh, you're a man. massive hedger. 
My, my crystal yeah. ball hasn't been working properly recently. Um, oh, is that what it is? No, um, I think, yeah, cause, cause you know what? At the start of the season, I even, I even thought it was possible to have a Monterrey final. You know, Rayados versus Tigres. Sure. And, and yeah, it was very possible and both teams made it to Liguilla. Tigres just wasn't on, on, the, on their best and Monterrey is, is heating up. Uh, but that's, that's the whole thing about Liga MX. It's very volatile, you know, just cause teams are pretty, um, they're pretty even. It, it, you just don't have that anymore where some teams were, would just be that much better as, as in, in years past. Now most clubs are, are quite even, at least at least the top ten, you know. Right. I mean, the, 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 the most recent club that did was kind of a, a, a notch about everybody was Tigres. Yeah. Um, you know, for the past three or four years, I mean, I mean they've they have the titles to prove it. But uh, yeah. So that, yeah, but you're right though. But the teams, it just goes to show you just how easy it is for for for. And it, well, more importantly, yeah, yes, Tigres was a, a much better team, but there were, just wasn't really that much separation. It wasn't like they were, you know, not like the Toluca teams that would come in and just smack you around two, three, zero every single time. Although they came very close. So you so you thought Monterrey final. Okay, so now we have we have Cruz Azul, the team who's who uh, if I'm not mistaken, Coy, if I am not mistaken, the team that you picked at the beginning of the season to win the championship is playing Monterrey, Joel, Cruz Azul Monterrey, first game in Monterrey on Wednesday, second game in the at the Azteca on Saturday night, Saturday night, prime time, Saturday night, boy. <laughs> what, uh, what happens? Who, who will be making the final? Uh, I'm a, I'm a stay on the, on the train, on the, on the Cruz Azul train. I'm staying on that train till the wheels fall off. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I favor, I favor the Blue Cross. They could manage if they could manage a draw or even to lose by the minimum, and then close in. And I think they could seal the win at home at the Azteca. So I, I will say pita pita maquinita. What happened? They 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 seal the Blue Cross seals the win over the yes. gang. They, yeah, the Blue Cross over the gang. Got it. La pandilla. Right, so I still don't get it why they call him La pandilla for uh, Monterrey. That's just what they. You know, my did I tell you that my dad is? I was a, he's he's a Monterrey. Oh, that, Rayados. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. For whatever reason, that was his. That was his team. He lived in Monterrey <laughs> for like three years, and, 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 and that's and that's the team that he ended up. That's the team that bit him. Was Monterrey. <laughs> Very, I have to. I have to ask him. I have to ask yeah. him a question. The sorting hat. Yeah. 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 Why did 
sorting that big Monterrey for you. <laughs> That's a big, very interesting question. All right, so I'm going to agree with you, Juan. I, I, I also picked. Now, see when I when this happens to me next week, then you're going to be the one reminding me. Remember who you picked at the beginning of the season. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I agree. I agree with you. I think Cruz Azul is. Is, is very consistent. I mean, they, they've got uh, Corona has been an excellent goalkeeper. The, they have, you know, they don't, they, they, you don't have an eje de ataque. You don't have the head of the stake, tip of the spear, like 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 other teams do with Cruz Azul. But what you have, or a or a bunch of or a, or, a, or a bunch of dudes holding spears, and I think that that's uh, where Cruz Azul I think can be very effective. Is, is that they're very balanced in their attack. You really don't know who is going to uh, who is going to uh, get the goal, but you know, but you know it's coming, and you know that they're going to be relentless. So, uh, and of course, and Monterrey is a very talented team too. But I do think that Cruz Azul, because of the fact that they play the second leg in Mexico City, is is definitely going to uh, help them. And they're going to end up uh, taking the tie and making the final. Now we could have a final that doesn't need the Azteca, but I do not think that's what's going to happen. I, I, I my, you know, and, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Pumas fan, but my gut tells me that Pumas is going to win that that, that final. You see, you see Pumas taking out, putting America out of their misery. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the misery and the misery of of, of, of coming in second place. In the, in the regular season, man, yeah, that's what was cracking me up about our our guest last week. Is he's talking like America had like the worst season in twenty years. It's like, dude, kid, you came in second place. You know, I know yeah. you have high expectations, but you know, you know, let's 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 bring it down a few notches. It was yeah, it was fun. Yeah, their game. I got to see some of their game against Toluca. And it's it's a pretty entertaining match. Uh, and then I did I did get to see even some of the Pumas Tigres the, the final minutes. That that last goal was very very nice. Um, yeah, man, that match, that Pumas America match. It's you know I'm looking at the crystal ball, Yon, and I it's 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 clouded. It, it's clouded. I can't. Having a hard time seeing what, you know. I, I say, all right, didn't see enough games of each to make a more, you know, profound analysis or. or more, more educated decision? Yeah, it's. You, it's if you're going to have an opinion on the game, it has to be an unqualified opinion. You have to make sure that. that no, you it's my best. Back, forth, and forwards. Well, and and then you know during the regular season, they tied two to two at the Azteca. They so. did. Pumas was up two zero. America was playing with nine freaking men, and <laughs> they came back to tie the game. I remember, and I was telling myself, if they miss the Liguilla because of one point, you know, if they miss it by one point, it would have been that because of a stupid game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, wow. So, you know, that's just more to my point. It's how how unpredictable this match could be, you know. As far as like it could go any, it could go either way. Um, 
And then, right, and so, Chris, so what, and so what then does your gut? What does your gut tell you? What does your gut tell you? Man, I just, you know, I, I could see Pumas winning, but last time I, 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 I went against them. I feel like I, if I go for them, I might jinx them. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to say America takes it, and then ho- hopefully I jinx America. I, I dropped the sal and and you know. Right. You went. You went and saw the saw the witches in Macbeth. <laughs> Macbeth witches to see what you could do. I mean, yeah. it is. It is. It is very. It is a clásico. I mean, there are times when America has been clearly superior to Pumas in every way, and they still have to fight and claw their way through. Now they did play in the uh, the Liga last year, and uh, and Pumas did lose pretty pretty bad. But but the they just they, you know they were last year they were just barely you know, they were very happy to be there because because of the season they had earlier. So. But this is a different team, you know. They, you know, this is a team that scores a lot of goals. Uh, they defend a lot better. They have better goalkeeping. Um, they play a style that's very direct. Uh, it, it really, it is like the most non-Liga Mekis style of play in Liga Mekis. Uh, what Pumas does, a lot of long balls, but it, but it works for them. Um, really happy for Pablo Barrera who. He was able to get his mojo back a little bit. Uh, 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 back at Pumas, uh, you know they have the they replaced Nico Castillo with Gonzalez, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, who was one of the one. Of, I think he ended up in third place in the, in the goal standings. They have they have a solid team. That they have a much better team than they did at this time. But at this time last year, Pumas barely had 13 points. I mean that that's how bad it was for Pumas. So, you know, you, you know, you know, Pumas hasn't been as consistent as as Cruz Azul or América over the past thirty or forty years, but they've been very close. You know, and people ask, you know, you know, why 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 are Pumas so popular? And again, you know, you know, the answer to that question is, is the same thing as it is. For it's because it's because they've won and they've won a lot. But what what Pumas has, I think, over Cruz Azul is that is, is that Pumas has been able to uh, create a lot of idol worship. From the players that are come out of your system, and you know that's another reason why Pumas have been so popular. Yeah, very iconic players. Of, 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 of who exactly? Of who emerged from their from their system? So, um, yeah. but that's why they've been as popular. So it's not like they've been terrible. You know, they they, you know, but it has been a while since, since they won a title. Now, not ten years, not twenty. It's only been seven years. But it's been five years since many. That's that's a pretty pretty long spot for me. And it's been, I mean, close to that for for Monterrey too. So yeah, there will be a title drought snapped uh, two weeks from now, two and a half weeks from now. So Joel, you are. Echando sal by saying America. Yes. So, so so either way so either way for you, it's going to be a there's going to be a clásico because you know Pumas Cruz Azul is a clásico too. May not be as, as famous as some of the other ones, 
But they've played in some finals that were pretty good back in the late 70s, early 80s. It's the reason, and I remember talking to them when we had Marquitos on the, on, on the podcast about, about a year ago, when he was talking about Cruz Azul, and it just it was it was like a memory that I had repressed. All all of the hatred I used to have for Cruz Azul came bubbling back. And I remembered how much I just really, really, really hated because all my friends were Cruz Azul fans. Even my gringo friends that didn't know crap about Liga MX knew about Cruz Azul. How good they were! I mean, they were they were by far the best team in Mexico at the time. This was late seventies, early eighties. But Pumas was really good back then too, and they played in the final. Cruz Azul won. But uh, yeah, so it's all uh, it, it it all came back. It'll all come back again. Believe me, if it ends up being a Pumas Cruz Azul final, which is what I'm which is what I'm hoping for. I, I, I do I, I do want to see it. I want to see I want to see that final. But but the televisoras would like the Cruz Azul America final. Of course they would. Perhaps they would absolutely they would absolutely want that final. Sure. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it, 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 exactly. It would be the outside of Chivas uh, America final. It would. It, it's going to be the final that gets the biggest ratings. So, um, but it's not going to happen, Colin. It's it's not. We, we we have both you in a very indirect, frankly sinister and macabre way. I've said that it's not going to happen. Now I'm a little more direct. <laughs> no, in my in my assessment that, that it's that it's not. Gonna but but I, honestly, I think that the obviously that'd be a big prize. But they would be okay with it with the Chivas. That'd be a good or a, a Pumas Cruz uh, Azul final. That would be a good consolation. So, and frankly, they'd probably be pretty happy with Monterrey too, just because of the uh, the region that they serve in this part in the part of the country. There's probably more Monterrey fans than than one would expect. So we'll see how it plays out. We will see how it uh, how it plays out. Joel, before we wrap it up, we have uh, we got to talk about our boy Chicharito, who uh, got a start, got two goals, uh, did very well for himself, and uh, I think Chicharito is going to play himself into a transfer. If I were Chivas fans, Joel, if I were Chivas fans. I, I, I might start thinking about seeing uh, Javier wearing uh, wearing some stripes after Christmas. No, the way he's playing, I, I just and then what he makes. He's the highest paid player to be the highest paid player in an EPL team. That Chivas doesn't have that type of money. So they would have happen. to. Yeah, they can't afford him. To be honest. He, I could see him at Chivas, but, you know, maybe when he's like 32, 33. But uh, he's still a few years from that. Uh, you know, if he's worked things out with... Oh, man, I keep forgetting the coach's name. Um, Chilean guy. Huh? Pellegrini. Pellegrini, yes. You know, Pellegrini did say... He was going to. Uh, I really like the. I mean, Chicharito's been sick. I mean, he's been injured and sick. He was. He was. But they were made. They were making it seem like. But if if he's recovered and I could see that 
you know, why would they want to um, get rid of him? Unless, unless the wages thing is a big, because there was a, a a thing of it, like they were trying to make a big deal out of it, that some of the players weren't happy that, you know, about Chicharro's wages, uh, he, how much more he was making, but that that could just be fluff, you know. Right. Well, I mean, they're going to be in a relegation battle, so I think the chances are pretty high that he's not going anywhere. Because as you pointed out, they're going to need him. And if he starts yeah. playing, if he starts playing, he's you know, if he's back in shape and playing, he's going to play. I mean, they're good. They're going to play him. Uh, they, they don't have a better uh, forward on that team. I mean, and then Chicharito in form, as as we've seen in the past, and, and in the very recent past, you know, is is a pretty good player. And you know, he's another player that you know I, I know that you know maybe things haven't gone well for him in the past year or two, but he is a proven Premier League goal scorer. Period. So, well, once he gets it going, he'll be just fine. Yeah, but but it's, it's good. I mean, it's good to see him to see him uh, get back get back in his game. Chicharro was has fallen a bit after the World Cup, you know. But I, I don't see him. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him at Chivas. Uh, I think MLS is most likely to pay him what he what he makes. Oh, I I, I would actually see him at Tigres or Monterrey before uh, MLS. Yeah, but but see, I, I think I give more. I, I think I put more weight on on Chivas just not liking the Mexican media. I mean, you know, and and I think that right. would that would just send them over over to the states, where he just, you know, especially if he talks to like Vela, and he sees just because, you know, and and there was this one scandal that almost blew up, I was trying to catch fire in in the twitters, in the twitter sphere about Vela, uh, trying to ask some girl out on Instagram or something like that. And that got buried right away, like no one followed it, especially here. It just died out, you know. Right. It was like it was just for that day, and in and like in Mexico, that would have that would have been front page for weeks. <laughs> it was just, you know, interview with the girl and everything, exclusive photos and all that, and that just didn't happen here. And I, I could just see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for for that big reason, um, for for that big reason, um, Chicharro deciding to come over here, just 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 the number they've done on him, and and just how the the Mexican media will, will go into maybe sometimes a bit too much into your personal business. Well, that may be so, but but I don't think Chicharro is also the kind of person that uh, is very public about his private life. If that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, I don't. I don't. I, I do think that, that 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 matters. I don't think it matters as much as you think, only because I don't think that he'll have that kind of that he he doesn't allow himself. 
to have that kind of exposure. Like he's not going out to clubs and you know and doing all that crazy and doing all that crazy stuff. So I do think I mean that that a lot of that is uh, I'm not saying it's driven by the player, but the but a, but a lot of you know when you see a lot of from athletes, they put themselves in those kinds of positions to have that. And I and I don't think Chichetto is that kind of guy. I think that he, I mean, he's proven that he's not that kind of guy. He's never really, you know, he had that one, and God bless him, had that one fling with with Camila Sodi, you know, tip of the hat to Chichetto for that. But uh, so I, I I honestly do believe, that. and also because I think that he just, you know, he's. You know, Belan Giovanni never had a career in Mexico, so they don't know what it's like to play Liga Mexicana ever. They've never played in Liga Mexicana. Think about that. You know, two of Mexico's most promising talents never played once professionally in Liga Mexicana ever. So I, I do think that that's another reason why I think Giovanni would come back. And also, you know, his. You know, his whole family's in Guadalajara. Family means a ton to him. You know, Giovanni's family's in Los Angeles. You know, Bella's family's in Los Angeles. Chicharro's yeah, family's but, in Guadalajara. Yeah, but it's it's a two-hour flight. Two-hour flight. That's that's nothing, man. He would probably need to take a flecha amarilla from from Guadalajara to to some to Los Altos or something. It, is is the same? Is it is the same so, amount of time? He's an estrella de oro. Yeah, I would I would take those buses, man. Only was in Mexico. You you paid about five bucks more, and then you you had your little TV screen, and they'd give you a sandwich, soda, yeah. and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> And the, Did you get to choose what you watched on TV? I don't remember. That's a while back, but yeah, I'll get the clase ejecutivo, man. <laughs> Not bad. All right, all right, John. I have so, to wrap it up. I'm. I'm yeah, no, it's a, it's a good, good spot for us yeah, to wrap yeah, it up here. So, okay. well, just, 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 just to reiterate, I, I understand. Yes. You, 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 you say Azul, Club América yes. Clásico. In la final, yes. But, but but we but we really but we really know what you want to say, but you're being very professional, and and, and laying down your curse, which we can appreciate. I say it's going to be Cruz Azul Pumas, and I'm not saying it because I'm a Pumas fan. I'm saying it because I just think that Pumas, for whatever reason, my my is going to win that. And you know my gut's right about fifty three percent of the time, so I got to go with my gut. Anyway, well, Joel, uh, a pleasure yes. to have you here on the Cantina Mekis ah. podcast again. Yes. Uh, we uh, these these uh these late night gentlemen's agreement podcasts have have, have really caught up. We have we have dozens dozens of listeners. <laughs> I know we probably so, let some down because we we didn't talk we didn't talk selección femenil under seventeen winning well not winning uh, placing second place. Which was, Sucapel. yeah, Sucapel. Which, which we're amargados here, and I'm gonna say the, the guy that, the guy that put the 
the female coach, uh, it was Dennis DeClose who handpicked the coach for the under-17. And uh, I think he just agreed to a Galaxy to to go work with the Galaxy. So I, I think we could Officially? talk more about I don't think it's been official, but I was hearing more today that they um, they gave him a counter offer. Selección tried to keep him, and that you know they just Galaxy drove a, a dump truck full of money, and he's like, oh, I'm out. But they're saying he, he wasn't getting along with Memo Cantu. So, but but I mean, What's... once it yeah, once it become official, we'll try to bring in with, with you know. More, more details and and all that. You know, nothing against Memo Cantu, but I mean, really, Memo. I mean, when they announced him the first time, even in the first regime, I was like, really, that guy? I don't get it. We'll stay out. Well, well, that's uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. That ends up happening. But Hoyt, I know that you're very busy, very busy man there in, uh, in Southern California. So we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you listening, joining us here in another late night driving home edition of the Cantina Mix podcast. Uh, for Juan Aceres, my name is John Jagu. Glad to have you with us, and we will chat with you again, probably uh, on our regular Thursday night show. Thanks very much for listening. Oh, all right, John. This this was fun. Um, yeah, well, hang on. I haven't, I haven't shut the show off yet. Hold on. Give, give me a second. Give me a second.